to me, it's sort of like what we're saying is that limiting abortion should then control and limit the behavior of promiscuity or a consent consenting um, oh. sex or one night stands. And that's sort of like, where, where's the man in this, right? Like, what if they didn't even get numbers? How is she going to tell him? And also, that's his responsibility to to use condoms no, at that point, and, too. And absolutely. But my th- here's my thing is, like, I could commit a crime. Mm-hmm. I could write fraud checks over and over. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah. uh, I'm going to end up in jail doing time. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't, like, I don't, there's exceptions the, to the abortions. Where's the crime like, here? Huh? No, 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 no. This Where's is what I'm saying. The crime I'm saying, as far as <laughs> no, as far as religious wise yeah, and, and death and and, and killing, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. As far as you make a mistake, like, did, ca- did you catch that real question? Yo, like, what's the crime? That quick. Uh, we know your time with us is valuable. So Thank now you're here, um, please introduce yourself to those that are listening that probably don't know who you are. Yeah, I'm thinking most people don't know who I am. <laughs> of um, course they do. <laughs> that listen to the show, yeah. Hopefully, yes. Um, ex- right, except for all the, all the Brorance crew, of course. Um, exactly. But hi, everybody. My name is Pooja Trivedi Parikh. I'm a licensed uh, psychotherapist and behavior analyst out in uh, New York, New Jersey, so I've, you know, been, um, I know, been contributing on the show for, for a little bit on mm-hmm. a lot of the mental health topics. And here I am today again. Thanks for having me back. And uh, my apologies for last, um, last week. Uh, no, you don't need to apologize for that. Um, Jeff, you want to say something? No, I was just going to say it's always good to have PTP on. Bro Rand's family know you as PTP. <laughs> Infamous That's Ray right. coming through. Yes. Um, it's always a pleasure to have you on here, PTP. That's right. That's Thank right. you. <laughs> yes, because you always I, I, have a lot to add all really the time. really do. Perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Thank and uh, like like Thank you said you. before, you helped us through a, a tough time that we had here before as far as communication because you were able to see things that we couldn't see, and you gave us some good tips. So that's why we have you on here. Anybody interested well, in that, great. just go back a couple of episodes. you find it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, you know, a few, few episodes. Yes. That, that's if it's still out yes. there. So uh, that, con- that conversation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so what are your thoughts on the, the Roe versus Wade um, overturn? I mean, you're a woman, so it's good to actually mm-hmm. have you on. We didn't have that. We were just guys that were trying to have empathy for having spouses mm-hmm. or daughters. But what is your take on it? How do you feel? Um, do you feel like it's uh, – you, do you feel, you know um, – betrayed do you feel like you're going backwards mm-hmm. uh yeah. and do you know what to add some context to that I'm, I'm not too sure if they'll align or not but if maybe you have one feeling about it from the viewpoint of uh female versus that of mm-hmm. your profession i'd also be curious about that that connection as well so sorry Reg, I just yeah oh no no yeah. yeah 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 no absolutely so um yeah, I'm sure you guys kind of went over the the whole sort of background for Roe versus Wade, and I think it was uh, the Supreme Court passed it in 1972, um, and you know it was basically when it was passed. It, it um, we saw, I mean, I think historically, and this has all been documented, a lot of progress in terms of uh, less, you know. Um, women trying to get illegal or back alley abortions, which are extremely dangerous, or, you know, trying to abort themselves using various medications or uh, herbal remedies, which mm-hmm. can be dangerous and harmful to their health. 
And so I think the whole idea for me, given, I think for me, the idea that was so much going on, just, just not that long ago, it was about, you know, guns and, and our right to have these guns. And mm -hmm. so many children, little children in schools were shot. And we, we, it just baffles my mind that that, that conversation is if, if life is so precious, right? Why aren't we doing something? Why are guns still out there? But abortion is now illegal. How is this a threat? Um, you know, to, to civilization, I'm not sure why this is always where I think um, the law or legal uh, political lines are always drawn, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like this is a healthcare issue. It's, it's, it's between um, a woman and, you know, her um, significant other, if they are having the baby together and they need to make a choice and it does impact men as well. So, you know, I think the fact that we're trying to control that is, is extremely um, disconcerting because, you know, we have countries like China, which have one child policies. So it, now we're trying to do the opposite here, which is you can't, you know, now you can't have abortion. Well, so what's next? You can't create life through IVF for couples who, um, you know, may be struggling to have children because according to pro-life, um, you know, forgive if any of my um, words or terms are, you know, not politically correct here, but I think for, for a lot of people who are, you know, pro-choice, mm -hmm. they believe that life begins at conception. And I'm sure you guys have, you know, religion plays into this uh, cultural context, all of it. But when people are struggling with fertility and they use IVF, IVF is often um, where the egg is, is uh, extracted from, from the female partner or woman. And then the sperm is um, taken from the male sample or donor. If, if uh, somebody's trying to do this with a donor and it's, the embryo itself is created in um, under laboratory conditions. So if that's the beginning of life, according to um, legislatures or for, you know, pro-choice pro -choice arguments, well, then what's next? Are you going to ban what people can do in terms of fertility treatments for those who can't have kids or those who do have, you know, embryos? What can you can you not um donate them to science, or sometimes the option is, you know, you could donate them to others if they're struggling to have their own children, or um, you, it sounds horrible, medical language on the forms will say you can discard your embryos. Um, but my point being that I think that this whole thing around restrictions on this is such a definitive action, whereas there's so many other things I think that take priority, but this is just sort of like, to me, I'm processing it as I can't believe like people are concerned legally. This is this is what we're dealing with when there's war. There's um, gun violence is increasing for you know mm -hmm. lots of reasons. Um, there's formula shortage for babies foremost, and or was uh, until recently I think. So it, it just there's inflation, there's recession, and yet instead of addressing all these larger i think environmental um ecological issues we're focusing on a woman's right to choose whether she can get an abortion or not while at the same time here's what what happens you know anytime you have restriction what what happens people end up like they did prohibition in the 20s with alcohol people still had alcohol it just became unsafe um and, and a crime right yeah. just with with abortions before they were legalized women 
like, I don't know if you've heard the term coat hanger um, yeah. abortions or back alley. And it, it's incredibly unsafe. It's, uh, it's a health issue. And in some states are going as far as uh, they're saying they want to ban it, even in the case of um, an emergency or a threat to the mother's life, which to me is how could you say you value life, but you don't value the life that's there nurturing and ready to give that new life, you know? Um, it's just, I think one of those uh, situations where I, as a woman, see it as just an unnecessary restriction and not something that we need to deal with. It is a healthcare matter. It should be between a healthcare provider and the woman and her partner. Um, if, you know, ultimately though, I do believe, and I don't know if this is maybe where um, there might be some other opinions, but I do think it ultimately comes down to a woman's choice to, you know, her right to choose, like whether or not, uh, despite what the partner um, may want in the situation, I think it is up to a woman to decide whether or not she would like to go through with the pregnancy because it is a significant commitment um, on several levels, emotionally, physically, uh, for a woman, you know, trying to at least be in a place where you can, you know, if you're, if you're struggling, let's say you're, you're working, as soon as you get pregnant, a lot of places will start to, to notice that. And women have had issues where they either, you know, lose hours or they get replaced slowly while they're on maternity. Um, maternity leave is another thing that's an issue. So these things impact, you know, economically too, which is another factor. So I think for a woman, I don't think it's an easy decision whether someone chooses to have an abortion or not. I just think that it is a personal choice and it should be treated as such. Um, and I think that if, you know, somebody is pregnant and they would like to, for many, for any reason, there, they shouldn't really have to be one. If they thought it out and they've come to a conclusion that this is what they want, I believe in this country, in the United States of America, 2022, we should have the right to go and safely get that treatment, whatever it is, um, whatever you need for that, because it is, I believe, a fundamental right. Um, and in terms of the male perspective, it is a commitment too. I mean, there is, you know, if you're not financially stable, it takes extensive commitment. Uh, obviously, I, I'm sure you guys have kids, I know, um, or I'm sure no kids. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's financially, it's a significant commitment, time, emotionally. It, you know, it, it's something you, you have to be ready and, and committed to. And I think in, um, a field of psychology and just in, in, in the world of mental health, there is more, you know, there's research that documents that there's more harm that's done if you prevent access to services like this. And it, it actually adversely affects a lot of, um, you know, people of color, uh, low, low income families who you otherwise honestly have no means to fly to another state, maybe to get, you know, um, a treatment that should be allowed in their state. Um, and it's going to just put a lot of other, I think, fertility rights on as fair game now, in my opinion. But there is more harm to force someone to have a child that just doesn't sound right because how do you force someone to have a child if they're saying I'm not ready to have and now when this child is older, they might need a lot more um, significant resources themselves because, you know, if the attachment with with um, the parents weren't ready or they were too young what have you there's actually damage from that or just further challenges and now the same i think um 
people that might say we're pro-choice are also again supporting programs that might benefit children that would need it and most of those children are going to come from either very young unwed um, uh, parents or just just people who just maybe have kids and don't want to have more and can't afford to so financially you know you have overwhelmed people you cannot take care of others if you're not taking care of yourself and i think that it's just wrong to force someone to have a child if they are saying i'm not ready you know um and like like i don't mean to cut you off but when you said no, it, you said it a couple of times um because my thought is, is is it's uh the road versus way being overturned it's um and we talked about this uh, uh mm-hmm. on the show is you mentioned how men, uh, you can't force a uh, person to have a child. And that's that's the the thing that's been put on men. Because you say, you know, it, 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 they both have, you know, it's between the couple. But mm-hmm. when, it come, when it boils down to it, the woman has more rights than the man when it comes to that because it's her body. But the man can't say, mm-hmm. like, hey, I want to keep this, this child. I, you know, you have the child and give me the child and sign over all rights. Um, mm-hmm. Which I think, um, as far as you know, we were trying to talk about reform or anything. I think there's ways that if there's two people involved and let's say, okay, they both don't want mm-hmm. the child and there's that route. But if they say one of them wants the child and wants the, the commitment, I think it's okay for, you know, something to be in place. Like, okay, the woman has it. Yeah. You, you know, you help support the, the woman while she's going to the doctor and so on and so forth. If she doesn't want anything to do with the child, cause it's almost like, you know, it's almost like an adoption, but it's your child giving the man the rights because yeah. a lot of people think the man you know they may have a child with with someone and not want the kid because they didn't you know they're not going to carry the child for nine months not figuring that emotionally mm-hmm. years down the line they're going to be thinking i'm you know i'm 50 years yeah. old i could have had i could have had a 20 year old i could you know my i could have grandkids oh, when i'm 60 so yeah. i you know what are your thoughts on that like do you think there's any yeah. place for reform that a man could get um you know, the, uh, yeah. the the custody of a child that's unborn? You know, that's a really good point. And I, and I have thought of that in terms of, um, you know, yeah, this impacts men too. It's not just a women's issue because, you know, let's say then in your scenario, if you have two people who, you know, are in a relationship yeah. or dating or what have you, and they, now they realize they're, they're pregnant and um, maybe the female partner doesn't want to have this child. And, and from what I'm hearing, you're saying, so what in this situation could you do if the male partner is saying, yeah, well, you can have the child and then I'll support you through it. So it's sort of like a surrogacy situation, right? Where she, you're, you're, expect, you, you're kind of not expecting, you're saying um, that she would carry the term and then terminate her parental rights and hand over um, the baby. Now, my question in this would be, yeah, I don't know how you because there's a few things that could happen. So what happens, because this does happen often in his, yeah. I don't know how much here, I don't have any stats, but I have heard anecdotally or in other countries where people go for surrogacy. If the child is born with a, with a disability, or, you know, let's say the child is born and they're like, oh, that doesn't look like my child. Like, um, I'm, I'm, this contract is null and void. Or, you know, there's, there's a severe disability and, what then does that contract well, still get enforced? You no, know, because there's DNA tests. You know, they do that to, to men all the time. So there's DNA tests and there's parental, you know, uh, fraternity tests that, that will, that right. will um, take care of that. But no, I don't think it goes null and void. And if you're a parent, <laughs> if you're wanting to be a parent and you 
don't want a child that's because they have a disability, then yeah, you have no right to be a parent. I mean, obviously. Uh, but like, you right, it's, it's, it's great to say that, right? But in yeah. reality, in reality, right, we, we don't know until we're in those shoes. And the sad part is that this does happen or it just gets too overwhelming and one partner might say, you know, forget it, I'm out. Like, I can't deal with this. So many divorces occur um, in situations with, with special needs kids or just, you know, one situation I've seen a lot also in my practice where maybe one person's ready to have a child, the other's not. And that's often an issue or the opposite. Yeah. Yeah. Or a situation where you mentioned, right? Like they, 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 the, maybe the woman wasn't fully on board, but they were trying to start a family and it happened. And then it became sort of something that was, um, being considered because uh, potential health issues, but also just, I think, emotionally. Um, of course, you know, not everybody's the same, but I think, I just don't know how you could, um, I mean, being a woman, having been pregnant, having been yeah. through, you know, pregnancy, labor, delivery, postpartum, having a child, I, I have found it to be the most fulfilling. I mean, I would say that is the biggest accomplishment um, that I can say in my life that I have, and it was a blessing for us, and he's our only one, and so I think, I, you know, certainly have a, have a um, pleasant experience with that, but I also was much older, different circumstances. I had the support that I, I needed and it was extremely tough. I mean, if you don't have any help, you're 16, let's assume. Um, and let's say the boyfriend is 17, 18. Should, do you, do we realistically think he's going to have the money to, to raise a child or, you know, the sacrifice of not going to college, for example, right. or getting a job is then a financial opportunity, which will hold him back, therefore hold back the finances. What, um, and it's not to say that you should be financially set to have children, of course not. But I'm just saying that in situations where if one partner is the one having the child and their concerns may be, you know, I, I don't know, like, can we raise a child or I wanna, you know, wanna go to college and you were gonna go here and what's gonna happen to that? Yeah. Then it just will continue to be the cycle. Um, it just becomes a really difficult thing to break. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know if there's reform for that. I know that they are reversing um, in some states where both parents of an underage child or uh, female that goes in for an abortion has to be notified now yeah. before they had taken that off. Um, to prevent, you know, issues, uh, but because it's considered a pretty personal decision at 16, they, you know, most states are, if you're, if you're 16 and it's not statutory rape under circumstances or yeah. anything where you were, where you conceived, it's your right to choose without telling your parents. And I think some states have reversed that. Um, but then that's the other thing with the plan B. I mean, you know, that contraceptive was the one that you can take the pill after I, gosh, seventy-two hours. I think within something like that yeah, some, of unprotected sex to prevent, yeah, to prevent pregnancy. That mm -hmm. used to require a prescription. Now the last, I don't know how long, but the last, I, I want to say at least a decade, maybe, maybe a little less. It's mm -hmm. been available over the counter. So yeah. now, does that also, you know, can that also be taken away? Therefore, preventing means to actually prevent a conception or pregnancy from happening. Um, Pooja. It just, you know, going off topic, there's so much here. No, so, you're good. So Reggie Reggie also has some other good devil advocate questions as well. Like you like you just said the one about if the man wants to keep the child but the woman didn't. He also had another good question where he thought up as far as uh let's say for instance, like a woman uh came into like she had an abortion 
and she had another abortion. Mm-hmm. Is there should there be a limit? Yeah. On the amount of abortion she had. What, exactly. what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, should there be a limit on how many kids someone can have? Uh, yeah, I, you, at the end of the day, I mean, if someone, like I said, at some point, let's say if you have eight abortions, at some point you're going to have to start taking responsibility or protect it or, or, or um, uh, you know, cautionary, uh, yeah. cautionary uh, steps to, to prevent things like that from happening. Because at the end of the day, you're, yeah. you're, you're thinking someone's going to make up for your mistake. You're like, oh, don't worry, this is, this is fixed and... I don't know how you, how do you, does that make you a sociopath or, you know, uh, some, you know, (laughs) no, I'm just saying essentially you're just wiping away and it's like, oh, this is my, how how many child's children are going to have eight and you just keep going to the clinic and it's all good. These are just questions that, yeah, I I think they're great questions. Um, Because they got to be considered in this this conversation. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I think they're I think they're really good um, points to to bring up. And you know, I want I want to clarify: Are you talking about a woman getting eight abortions? So is the boyfriend or male partner or partners held accountable? Because you know, we also brought that up too. Should, they could should a man get snipped as well? So yeah, that was also yeah. Uh, yeah, but I don't think you're talking about one person. I'm well. The way I was phrasing it, I wasn't looking for like uh, it being. Uh, someone that's in a, a, a like a form know. of birth control. You're saying so. so yours yes. is different than like someone like, using abortion as a form of birth control. Exactly. Like you know, okay. we were, basically the way I stated, like you're up in the club and then hey, you you're you're you you have a one night stand and or whatever a fling and then all of a sudden you're back you're back at the club. Come after you you've had your procedure and you keep doing the mm-hmm. same thing over and over. It's not like you're in a, a relationship. You're in a marriage. Mm-hmm. That's different. Well, let me ask you this. If that person couldn't get an abortion, do you think their behavior would change in terms of going out, um, living the lifestyle that they're living? Or do you think it would, you know, I don't know, would it would it prevent them from, I think, just going back out there and getting pregnant again after having one? Um, perhaps, you know, having a child in foster care or end up in on um, for adoption. I mean, there's, you know, this doesn't, it, it, to me, it's sort of like what we're saying is that limiting abortion should then control and limit the behavior of promiscuity or a consent, consenting um, oh. sex or one night stands. And that's sort of like, where, where's the man in this, right? Like, what if they didn't even get numbers? How is she going to tell him? And also, that's his responsibility to, to use condoms no, at that point, and, too. And absolutely. But my th- here's my thing is like, I could commit a crime, mm-hmm. I could write fraud checks over and over mm-hmm. eventually yeah. uh, i'm gonna end up in jail doing time so mm-hmm. you know what I mean? like i i don't like i don't there's exceptions the, to the abortions where's the crime like, here huh no no no, no. this where's is what i'm crime? saying the crime i'm saying as far as <laughs> no as far as religious wise <laughs> yeah, and, and death and and, and killing yeah, yeah. that's what i'm talking about you, as far as you make a mistake like, did, did you catch that real question yeah, yeah, like, that quick right no on. no no but i'm saying <laughs> what i'm talking about as far as the mistake my my thing is this the, the oops, the yeah. oops, and then your bailout is, oh, I can go here and take care of that. But I'm saying over and over again, like it's almost yeah, like yeah, we're, yeah. we're we're saying like, hey, we, yeah. you know, we, you know, it's we're forgetting like the core of it. Like this is between you and this person, like you said, both of you had the opportunity to yeah. one use protection or or birth control pills or whatever the case may be, right? And sure. okay, a, an accident happened. Okay, but if the accident continues mm-hmm. to happen because it, hey, you know, I thought it was going to be bad the first time. Oh, 
third time it was over. Yeah. You know, he, trust me, girl. You, you just keep doing it. So you know, eventually you don't feel it. Then we're uh, we're excusing what's really taking place, which is mm. the act. Now I'm not talking about the act of abortion, but the act that you keep doing something that's that's irresponsible over and over because you have a bailout. Meanwhile, like I said, I can't write mm. a ca- I can't write a fake check because I can't pay my bill and hope to God that, um, you know the the uh, the credit card company or something's not going to come knocking <laughs> on my door, call the police because I'm committing fraud. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, not so, not, no, so I, not the I, crime, I, but I I'm just saying making you excusing them for their for their irresponsibility the, for the bad decision. Yeah, over for and over what? again, or or they're not pre- not being prepared for the repercussions of the decisions yeah. that they make or their actions, I guess is what you're trying to say. Right? So the yeah. thing is, Pooja, it, it's crazy because um, yeah. you really should go back and listen to our last show because we, we, yeah, yeah. we covered all kinds of things. But yeah. the, the, no, the, is, the, the callers had a great... Oh, the callers The had callers had great responses for you. You got, yeah, you, you got to go back. We got to do a follow-up show on that. But we have yeah, two today for you. I would uh, love to. I think... For me, and again, I'm not a female, right? So when I look at this, you you, <laughs> you, you, you hit on a couple of things, right? Which is there's so much happening right now. There's Georgina. war, there's inflation, there's homelessness. There are people that yeah. still starving in this country, which is crazy. There's all these recent uh, gun mm-hmm. incidents. And so this is the thing that we're focused on. Like this is supposed to help us take a step forward. And it's kind of like, if we're really talking about the value of life, this is where we choose to start. Questionable, mm-hmm. but that's open for debate. Where I take, I guess, issue True. with it is it's fine to seek accountability. It's fine to look for some form of consequence, but at what cost? And like you said, is that the fix? It's not necessarily the fix, right? It ultimately, mm-hmm. feel like you are now driving people into a corner, and history has shown Anytime you drive people into a corner, more times than not, good things do not. And, and the thing is, it's not just for those people, but everyone in general, good things usually do not come from that, right? Yeah. And so it's no. one thing to say, like, well, this is how we feel, and we feel like there's got to be consequences and there has to be accountability. But then you just mm-hmm. kind of leave off from that, and there's no follow-up as mm-hmm. to how what the infrastructure that you're going to put in place or strengthen to help these people. Uh, these individuals that no longer have right. the choice. And that's what's upsetting to me. Right. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. uh, clearly everyone feels very strongly about this, regardless of what I, what side of the aisle you're on. And I love the passion coming from, from both directions. Both but sides. What's, yeah, we need that. What's bothersome is to say, well, this is what it is. This is how we feel. And then you kind of take a hands-off approach and let the cards fall where they fall. Like somehow that's going to yeah. be the magic fix. And it just isn't. There's like no, th- mm. there appears to be no like form of follow-up and that's just like really vexing right and and, you know and i think the federal court ruled um but now states can their judges can uh it's up to them now i think to enforce or not so it's a very um up in the air kind of a thing and to me you know it is a form of um you know healthcare. i mean why isn't like i mean let me ask you this right if we're going to talk biology we put this out there we're talking, you know, biologically, physiologically, um, if if a male and a female have sex and they have a conception, right? So so first thing, it's a natural thing that can occur because, right, attraction is natural, they have sex, it just sort of happens, yeah. you, you, you know, um, get pregnant. Now, why isn't there an issue with prescribing Viagra? Because then technically, right, like if you're not able to 
um, physically have an erection to have sex, maybe your biological clock is saying it's done, grandpa, like stop. And, mm -hmm. but they're not. So, you know, that's not an issue. Um, women, or men aren't being encouraged to have vasectomies. Uh, bitch, by the way, are reversible. Um, tubal ligations where women get their tubes tied if they don't want to have children or um, after a certain amount of kids are like, we're done. Those are not reversible should they change their mind. So there's so much to kind of look at, you know, if, if you're a single man and you don't want to so have kids young, there are options. I'm not saying go get a vasectomy. I'm just saying those are also reversible, right? If you're older, if we're talking biology and this is sort of a natural thing, like it is based, it's every religion, every culture has some sort of written rule somewhere about this, I believe, right? So it just, it's interesting, right? And there's, there's pills for men to continue to enjoy having sex because they can still continue to procreate, right? Men can, you guys can until you're like, God, what, 70 beyond? Yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. it, you know, but so it's sort of like, there's no concern or talk of that yet. There is this, this is really ties in, I think, to just controlling women and their behavior and their outcomes, because it goes really well to your point of, you know, um, what if somebody's you know, going out a lot and then just sort of not able to, let's say they have an issue or mental health disorder, history of trauma, right? A lot of what you mentioned does occur with, with men or women. Um, promiscuity often is uh, a sign that there's a lot of childhood sexual trauma history potentially. Um, it could be that they, you know, have an impulse control disorder like uh, ADHD where they just, it's, they're just not able to learn. It, it is a neurological condition and it doesn't, you don't always learn from those, those sort of direct um, consequences. So also, is that the lesson we wanted? Is that child deserve to be born as a, like a lesson because oops, you know, like mom decided to go and have fun and exercise her right to do so. Um, and then also exercise her right to go have access to a safe and adequate um, procedure, regardless of how you feel, right? Yes, eight is a lot. But I've also worked with families where they literally named the child after the, the number that they held in the position, because that's how many kids there were. And there were multiple partners involved, um, it was just not a good situation. So, you know, when I think of it, I'm, I'm thinking now this person had the option, uh, but of course they just continued to for their personal reasons. I can't sit there and, and judge, but I do have to think, you know, there are also, um, for some people, not everybody, social programs that encourage the more kids you have, the more with special needs, the higher your disability income per child comes in. So some people have multiple children and that if they have disabilities, they get money. And a lot of, I have uh, in my career come across people that also do that. Um, I mean, you know, or look at that. I don't remember their name. This, the Mormon family that had like the 20 some kids. The, the, the Duggars? Um, the dig, the, yes. The Duggars. Yes. And then they went on to go for IVF when she, when they couldn't naturally conceive after number mm -hmm. 22, I don't know, yeah. but it's just sort of like, they also did it for publicity at some point that became, it was their, I think their way of life, but at some point the show, the show right, gave them more, on. right. Yeah. Um, so it's sort of like, what is, you know, we're going to have these children. So do you think for that case, that example, if want to give her a name or an initial, so it makes it easier to discuss. Should we oh, just okay. say L? 
Oh, or okay. S, whatever. Okay. Or woman. Yeah. <laughs> a W, whatever. Um, yeah. So Elle goes out, right? And she's, she's pregnant, goes, yeah. gets an abortion. Um, happens again. Again. I mean, what do you think would happen if Elle had the baby? Like, what do you think? Would, I'm just curious to know what you think she, of course, right. would be if she so, didn't have access to abortion. Okay. Didn't have access to abortion. She's done it several times now. And she's had abortions. Mm-hmm. And now she doesn't have it anymore. Um, does Elle have, uh, uh, a mental issue? Like, does she have a mental disorder? Mm. Like you were saying, or, she, or like, are we talking about someone that's healthy mentally, or this is, we're talking about somebody that does have mental issues? Um, well, let me ask you, if it's a guy whatever, who's having sex every, well, if it's a man who's having sex every time he goes out every night with a different woman, are we asking if he has a mental health issue? No, no, no. The reason I mentioned that is because the topic, no, no, no. The reason I mentioned, because you did mention that. That's the reason I'm bringing it up. Yeah. I'm like, are we talking no, no, to someone no. that's. Fair. That's, that's but, why. But, but regardless, the let's, most vulnerable there let's are. Let's just say she's healthy. Are people with, let's just say yeah. she's Well, she's healthy. Okay. And All right. So she's healthy. No mental and she's saying she doesn't have any. No, no mental problems. So mental now she cannot. Issues, now she, okay. Now she can't get rid of the child. You're saying. She has the baby. Um, she has the baby. So right. what happens? Right. So what's the problem you're saying? What's going to happen to the baby? So you're saying after eight, like she's gone eight times. Should there be. Well, she's a healthy person. She's healthy. And you said she didn't have any mental issues. She has a child. And she has a child with but whomever she's with. I have to say, though, in that situation, do we know who the partner is? You guys said it was a random hookup, right? So, like, how do you even, like, some people, this has happened, and I'm sure you guys have your own stories or from friends. Like, people have hooked up in clubs. They don't know the person's name or their last name. JT or, never has. You know? Um, so, that is, I mean, at least I pers- uh, personally know people yeah. and professionally, and this has occurred. And so... At that point, like, who are they, you know, like, should now that person, it doesn't matter, right? Because they could have been doing this this whole time, not for no, 20 women. They no, don't absolutely. even know. But here's, <laughs> like, the, here's the other thing that we're talking about. You know? too. So, so Ray made a great point last show, which they should make, they make having abortion so affordable and they don't make uh, adopting children affordable, uh, like they, that it's easy accessible. It's harder. You have to yeah. do hoops to, to adopt children. You have, so, to wait, you have to wait years and the, and the cost is... You have to it's be, awful. You have it's to be ridiculous. Rich. You have to be rich. Yeah. Have, so have a great uh, support system. Exactly. So yeah. there's barren women and there's barren mar- men in this world. So not everyone's made to be a parent, but they're so you the child you have, um, I know there's foster care stuff, but there there is maybe someone that wants that child. And 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 again, um we are uh <laughs> Maybe that person practices safe sex <laughs> because we're thinking about the uh, uh, the child and abortion. Like we're we're forgetting about the 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 sexual transmitted disease, which is crazy. Like you know what I mean? That we run to these yeah. things now. The most important thing in the last couple of years been COVID. You got COVID. Nobody asks if you have a, a sexual <laughs> transmitted disease anymore. So it's just funny how yeah. the topic is this, but we're not talking about what's the underlying. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's so many other diseases besides um, you know HIV. Uh, the virus, AIDS, you know, so yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. they practice well, safe sex. Maybe, you know, maybe they, I, to uh, me, it's like everything the, I've gone through in life, I've had to learn. So if the, you're not learning from, huh? On that thought, though. Yeah, yeah. It's 810 right now. Pooja, can we have you listen to one caller and you respond on that after you finish Yeah, absolutely. Do you guys, do you need to, is 830 good? I can. No, you're good. We just don't. We don't want to stop you. Yeah, we don't want to yeah. hold you up. We know if you had a long day. Oh as well. no, no. Okay. Thank. Right, um, cool. I could. I could definitely 
pop on until yeah, like oh, thirty. I just have web thing at nine, but okay, gotcha. okay. okay, all right. Uh, insane. No, you're good. So, um, thank you. Uh, but no, I'm no, just but saying. no, but but noodling on that though, I didn't hear an answer. Yeah. What, like, what do you think the like what would happen? Um, because mentally fit or, think... or healthy or not, yeah. so. well, I'm just saying. Like, for instance, you've had you've had uh, to, to deal with adversity. You've had to deal, deal with adversity. Like I said, when you when you're talking about children or whatever and having a child, like you had to grow up and 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 like and and take responsibility regardless if it was your decision or not as a man not I'm everybody saying, does though no 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 i'm saying regardless uh, uh, i'm saying regardless mm-hmm. yeah, right. like, for instance because there's laws right? and, and everything huh i'm sorry but well, a child oh, doesn't sorry. a child doesn't constitute growth i mean i know several individuals oh, that have multiple kids and i don't know if i've seen personally any real growth in those individuals for the last decade so i hear what yeah. you're saying like okay so she, you know, L has gone down this road eight times. All right, time number nine. Now you have to have the kid. Okay, so L has the kid. Yeah. Where's the fix? Because more than likely that Where's kid that? is now dealing with the consequences of someone who clearly isn't taking accountability for their actions, who's probably, possibly, still out doing the same things that they what? were doing before. And now you've got a neglected kid who grows mm-hmm. up to become what re- reliant on a system who knows what avenue that takes them down. So I guess ultimately there is no happy ending mm. at the end of this. You Not know? necessarily. There's a lot of people that have had, uh, uh, you know, a, a bad childhood that have changed that have had a great, you know, have had great success. Yeah. We, this is the, the land of uh, America. That's all we talk about. That's our, our you know, Agreed, that, that's our, our, our pick. But it's not equitable for all. But though, oh, no, not absolutely. Not equitable. But I'm pretty sure if we were to average that out, there's probably, more negative that comes from that situation than positive because ultimately your environment has a huge influence and it takes a certain a certain kind of someone to overcome those challenges Brenda. to look beyond you know the the circumstances God that life has dealt them. I'm not saying people aren't capable of it. Baby. I'm just saying that's oh, a hard gamble. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly. Too I was far. like, yeah, I've seen no, this I mean, to, but to speak to your point, I, I I absolutely agree because you know there there's just you are just gonna this is also not just like a per it's a community issue too right it's a society you're gonna have people again like you said growing up who knows what other like trauma and mental health issues they're going to have and then what they're going to take out into the world because of their life that they unfortunately um were born into and then now you're also looking at taxpayer money that's going to be used for for um disability um or welfare or whatnot other other like you know social uh welfare services, Medicaid or free medical health, all of that is going to affect on a larger level. I mean, if we're talking politically, then yeah, fiscally, the same states that, you know, want to support pro-choice don't want to support the same programs that are going to help these parents who, you know, regardless of what situation this child is is born into, they don't want to support programs to um, help the child down the line. So you're going to have more and more racial equity um, inequity, sorry, more and more um, lower uh, lower income people that are going to get impacted. I mean, look at it this way, right? Like they did this and I'll, and I'll stop with this and I'll go into the question. But mm-hmm. when you remember the whole, um, there was this, this epidemic with like, you know, HIV and AIDS and they had decided, uh, they had sort of found it to um, reusing needles for heroin. There was a whole yeah. heroin epidemic. Was it, I want to say the 80s. Um, yeah, 
was. And, you know, they traced it back and they realized that a lot of people were using heroin and sharing needles. Yeah. So they founded this uh, very controversial to this day, I think, for, for some people, um, the harm reduction method, where it's like, all right, you know, people aren't going to stop doing what they're doing because people morally think it's wrong or other people are going to judge them. It just behavior doesn't necessarily work that way because it just it doesn't. So what they did is they they were like, well, this is a highly addictive substance. They're going to keep doing it. So they decided to do some sort of a clean um, needle exchange program to reduce the harm. And that seemed to make an impact and, and, and rates went down because now people could at least get clean needles. It's not that they're going to stop because I think, you know, with substances like that, it's, it's, you know, similar to sex. Like people are, people are going to have sex. It's just, it is natural activity. And unfortunately no contraception, whether you're on it or not is, is hundred percent. But what this also means is that contraception is now fair game, right? Are you going to remove the pills that can prevent it? Now, a condom is going to require some kind of special because that also prevents life. Like, where, like, where do we stop? Um, is it, you know, a lot of concerns lately in the news is people are now experiencing stress when they're thinking of um, those who are, are having fertility challenges. And they're like, what do we do if they start to now consider embryos? Um, you know, we can't do what we need with them or what have you. So there is a lot that's opening up there. But I think having my son was the easiest part. What comes next is harder. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I got to say. You can't make someone have a kid. Nobody, nobody knows. No, absolutely. But like, like you were saying to, to um, touch on what you were saying, as far as I pose the same question to you, like you were saying, like, so let's say L has eight abortions. Has L made up her mind? She doesn't want a child. So should she get um, her stuff snipped or, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, should they make it accessible for her affordable? If she wants to go that route, do you think that's a better, um, a better option? Uh, yeah, you know. I mean, I think I think I would need to have a big talk after probably first second. Just yeah, in exactly. terms of, are you uh, do you have contraception available, right? Like, do you, are you um, because some people, right? Like, uh, I know many religions they practice uh, the rhythm method for contraception, which is scientifically not that reliable if you're trying to prevent pregnancy. So. Um, Wait, wait, what's well, that? Go, go, what's the rhythm method? Oh, the the rhythm method is when you follow um, calendar? Like a calendar, a woman's yeah. S- cycle. So the, you know, woman's cycle, menstrual yes. cycle. So you have yeah. a twenty eight day yeah. cycle. You know, uh-huh. you know, there's certain days that you're the most um, fertile, Virgo. and yeah. then when you're not. So for okay. couples that are preventing using that, because maybe their religion doesn't permit the use of uh, birth control of any kind, so they try doing that, and that doesn't always work, right? So it it just it just sort of is, is now they're going to be in a situation where let's say they were trying to prevent and how they yeah. got pregnant and let's say they emotionally aren't there. I mean, I'm just saying there's just so much here. Just prevent taking away something safe. It is not, and not replacing it with an alternative is, is extremely dangerous. I mean, she would, L would need to definitely have counseling. Like do you have access to resources? Do you have access to a free clinic? They shut down the, they, they defunded Planned Parenthood, which was serving so many in certain States when this, um, uh, Roe versus Wade was overturned, and so now we're saying you're you're on your own. Like you can't have contraception or, or access to condoms, access to any kind of quality uh, gynecological care for free if you can't afford it, or if you want it to, you know, just you want to go there. You don't want to go to your gynecologist because maybe they are also your mother's gynecologist or a family friend. I mean, who knows? So that alone is like great. So now you're just saying we're not doing anything about, you know, 
what's going to happen after. We're not providing childcare um, support, any kind of, um, you know, assistance for postpartum women, nothing to do with uh, work, maternity, but you're going to have this kid. And, you know, then there's pressure to breastfeed. Oh, you didn't breastfeed? Oh, yeah, you fucking suck. No, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's the type of stuff people but go you know, into. Then what are you going to require? But you know what? You know what? We're not even thinking. Are you going to require just... to breastfeed too? Like, that's... <laughs> just when you were speaking, <laughs> I just thought about something. Role. When you when you were speaking, yeah. saying they were taking away all these 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 um these um, um things that they have accessible at at the uh, yeah, parent 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 parent. parent, parent. Yeah. Parent, parent, parenthood. Edit that out. Yeah, yeah we, we, we're not, e you know, like I said, we, we're over here thinking like maybe people start thinking, having a thorough thought because now it's always past their mm -hmm. mind. Like I can take care of this problem. So maybe people, both man and woman, start thinking consciously, re really seriously thinking who they lay with and say, well, because I can end up being with this person or trapped with this person or connected to this person. And maybe they start looking for more partners. That was, and one, that was one of our callers that said that. Too. Okay. See, exactly. Yeah. And maybe they find the right partner instead of branching out, you know, you sowing oaks for so long. are playing an old man's game. You are speaking from a oh place boy. of maturity. You are speaking from a place of having raised children. Experience. And lived <laughs> life and experience. Yeah. You take yourself back to 18-year-old you. Oh. 20 year old you. Let's go to JT, right? Hey, let's talk wasn't about even JT. thinking about any of that. In those instances, <laughs> you oh, yeah. knew. Yes. Like, I, this probably ain't the one. So let right? me, let me pose this right? question. <laughs> and you still, I'm pretty sure in some instances, <laughs> rolled the dice. Well, he right? said, probably is and, not and, the one. And, and I knew it wasn't the one. I'm pretty sure the thought, your thought at that time wasn't like, oh, I can go get this taken care of. You just, but it could have been the one. And you just still, threw it on, 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 hope, like, like, like pipe dreams oh. and some luck. Like, Pooja, I knew it wasn't the one. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, yeah. like, that, that is the perspective of an older individual. You don't have sex. Having sex with her, so that, that doesn't matter if she was the one or not. Yeah, how many times you knew it wasn't the one? Absolutely, but I'm saying my, I'm saying, hey, uh, us as a society, as a culture, we'll have to adapt to certain things. Like as far as remember the three strike came out with Bill Clinton, it didn't yeah. matter. You had three strikes, you were done. I'm just saying, the broken but I'm window saying, policy, right? yeah, but I'm, yeah, but I'm just saying, people not weighing but, the weight of the consequence but, because they haven't lived it. I think a lot of times the brain's not developed until 25. Yeah, I, to be honest, I it's say, parts of your brain used, that make these choices. Right. I, I used to say, not, it's not going to happen to me. That's what I'm saying. That's what I used like, to say. A lot of times <laughs> you can't, you can't truly grasp the weight of a situation right. until you have, a, you've either, you're in, in it, it, lived it, or mm. you've had a close enough view of it that you're like, nah, exactly. that's not going to be yeah. me. And, and, and I agree with you. Like you're saying like, okay, well, if you know, this isn't an option is going to change. Do you really believe a 17 year old and 18 year old is laid up watching Netflix and chilling are like, yo, we don't really have this option you know what, anymore. No, like, no, they <laughs> don't. But you know what happens? The parents have a, a deeper conversation with them because now there's no, Bailout. It was never a Parents, part of the conversation. Just on this but you're thinking that, that that's a whole that that's like a different. You're you're thinking they're going to right? right, but maybe if they had initially and said, "Here's some condoms. Here's a safe sex conversation." Well, well that's what I'm saying. Maybe they had either. that. That's what I'm saying. Maybe so, they had that conversation. I'm saying maybe they have the the birds and bees that used to be the case now before the kids are discovering it on on. Um, on right. online and, and social media is up, what I'm saying. When we grew up and and we became <laughs> yeah. sexually active, was yeah. a, was abortion as easily 
available? Like, had it become the thing that it supposedly has become now? No. I, I don't have no clue. And did you have those conversations? Yeah, it was it was did, accessible. Did yeah, anybody? But, but I'm I saying, like, I, I guess let me say, like, I feel like the procedure has become a little more uh, openly accepted yeah. versus, mm. you know, if you go back a couple of decades. So all I'm saying is when you were yeah. when you were sexually engaging mm-hmm. with the non ones, were you ever was it ever in the back of your mind like, okay, well, if this pops off, like I'm gonna be able to run down the street and get an abortion. That was never gonna be the case because no. you never had the choice. No and which is what takes you never have the choice as a man. Which but but the point is But I wasn't I, I, I wasn't thinking that though. I wasn't exactly. thinking Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And it, and it, and it isn't is it wasn't as easily accessible then as it is now. So what I'm saying is by taking it yeah. off the table, how does that change anything? Because that was in our mindset then and I don't see how that's gonna change the mindset now. On the sidebar, I had some friends of mine who had that paperwork Great for, for an abortion and they would use it to get money from guys. Wow. Are you serious? Wait, sorry, what was that? <laughs> Say wow, that again? That's a scary. Hey, that's she, a sad hustle. We, we, just, we just heard. Ray <laughs> said he had something about JT. <laughs> he said he had some friends JT's that deal. had the paperwork for abortion that used to use it to get money for guys. And they weren't even, oh they weren't even pregnant. Yeah. Wow. Know, they, oh, like, wow. Well, w- women still fake pregnancy tests. Some, I don't know, women. Yeah, that's true. It has a website, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> website that did that. That was on some show. Oh. Safe or something. I forgot. No, I forgot which... Uh, some Netflix thing I saw that I was like, wow, real people really do this. Yeah. Hey, so do we want to go to a listener? I mean, a yeah, caller? Yes, yeah, so I'm so sorry. Yeah. I, it's okay. I, nah, I, you're I, good. You're good. I, my with ho- Reg. my I, whole I, point is. I hope, I hope that people will look at this and the consequences that come out of it yeah. and take the process seriously. But again, mm. I think that is wishful thinking and i think wishful thinking without any actual plan in place can only lead to disaster and so by default i think i'm an optimist but in this situation i just don't see an upside i just i just really don't And it's not because i don't want it to work i just think when you go into something like "Ah, i hope everything works well when has that ever worked no and and, i mean sex is a very primal primitive human instinct and to to not replace something um, which we did actually, we made progress with birth controls being covered. Now, insurance companies weren't, you know, certain employers were like, we don't want to fund um, contraception through insurance, right? So that was an issue not that long ago. Now that hurdle was crossed. Um, so it's sort of like there are things that were put into place to prevent people from getting to a place of having to get an abortion. I can't imagine, like, I personally have not had to be in that position, but I can't imagine, um, yeah. you know, having to be man i mean woman for sure if you're young scared you don't have any support um you know men too i mean i think especially guys i know that like that that's you know it, it, let's say you don't have a relationship but you you have like a not time without not the one now if <laughs> she decides one. to have the child right because you're not the one your heart may say that but your body doesn't know the difference and that's so right. you could yes. you know right so like let's say let's say it's you have a kid. I mean, now you're you're going to be paying child support, yep. and if you don't, your mm. guess what? Your wages will be garnished in court. Um, That's right. You you know you you risk um, going to jail. Probably it's just it's, it's a lot. Lives. Yeah, it will yeah. affect you. Um, you not only affects you financially, it also affects your relationship with you have you emotionally. Have with that child. Absolutely, yeah. and the exactly. child exactly. And then right, and then and, what and kind then of affects, what? And it affects the, the attachment. Well, they have. Sure. But yeah. But that's what I'm saying. When you say guys don't, it's like guys have a bigger thing than anyone 
realizes. I understand women has a no, I think that, I think they do. They do. Like, let's say, I for instance, do. if you don't do whatever, they're sending you to jail. No matter if you're good. It, it doesn't matter if this person has a, uh, used your kid as a, 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 a pawn. In this Ponzi scheme. Because let's be real. A lot of this, uh, you yeah. know, Ponzi, scheme? Ponzi schemes. I'm no, talking about what it's, <laughs> when people like celebrities and stuff like that. I'm talking about celebrities. I'm talking about celebrities and basketball players. When you have these people doing that. In years. You see little Johnny here? He's right. in a Ponzi. Right. I got, hey, I was just mixing my A's with B's, okay? I was thinking about pro <laughs> pro, pro ball players and not regular dudes. But I'm, oh, yeah. um, oh, well, I'm, like Kanye's song. What was, I don't want to bring him up, but yeah. Gold Digger was about that one. Right. Yeah, oh, exactly. Right. Absolutely. And uh, um, when you were saying um, the not the one. Uh, yeah, Jeff was telling. Uh, we were talking about the uh, not today pill. What was it that they're making for men? Uh, oh, <laughs> the birth control pill oh. they're making for men. Saying, not like, today. Oh. Not, not today. Right? <laughs> not That's today. What we don't call that is so catchy. Like, I, know. Uh, I just want to let you know I'm late. Not today. <laughs> not today. I've been I've been taking mine, girl. Right. I've been on it every day, twice yeah. a day. Like. Yo, Sorry. If you, yeah, if you're, not, if you're not sure if you keep right, oh, right. for men, you don't want to have kids. Exactly. Right. Have on it before you even leave the house, and that will be you don't think you can oh, control yourself. Exactly. In the moment. Same goes to women. There's other hey. alternatives. Hey. All jokes aside, dudes take know. their multivitamins That's every it. day. That's all I'm saying. You just you just added into <laughs> the sequence day. of things. A day. Which I got one thing for you, right? I'm trying to marry, uh, like the feeling, like you know, trying to be yeah. mindful of women's choice, as well as the involvement of, like, the potential fathers in this situation. As a female, mm-hmm. would you be opposed if they were to revisit this decision and say, okay, look, here's what we're going to do, right? We're, we're, uh, we're going to reverse the initial decision, and instead what mm-hmm. we're going to implement is what if uh, with every abortion you have to undergo some form of class or a certain amount of uh, hours and this is going to sound so ugly, but I can't think of a, a better way what? to put it. So, like, when you get a life, when you get a, a ticket, right? Counseling? You have the option to go or to school. Fine. Remember you finding. Have to, right? You go, you go to class. You yeah. know, it, it potentially stops points from going on your, lic- your, your, yeah. your, your license. Yeah, you yeah. learn a couple of things on how <laughs> get to move a, abortion a little license. different, move a little different in the future, right? So, yeah. uh, did you just say about, an abortion license? Yeah, I'm not listening <laughs> to him. What about, like, <laughs> no, something similar saying, like a, along the lines of, like, okay, well, you right. can do this, but we require you to maybe undergo a class, yeah. um, and just the, the class can be covering, you know, your your your, your well-being and, and contraception and options available to you, different programs. Like, would that feel, t- like, uh, too invasive yeah. as far as, like, a female in that situation looking to go that route? Before you answer that... Yes, let's that either, this yo, is the reason women the one, need to have the right the, to choose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ones, the, like, the ones that are just frequent, they have a commercial license. <laughs> no, don't listen. I'm just, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I mean. <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. Jack, you, you have a really good. <laughs> Hold on, I need, I need this one. All right, I'm done. I'm sorry. I was so just, it's like, <laughs> drop. Sorry. Are you done? It's like a drop. <laughs> Oh my gosh! No, but <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a bromance. All right, go ahead, Pusa. I'm sorry. No, go I know. Thoughts. I know. But this, you guys just made my point about why I believe it should be the woman's hand to decide. Wow! <laughs> just had a couple no, we were just kidding. <laughs> no. I no. know you were, but I'm, I'm kidding too. You yeah. No, <laughs> you should not kid on that. A commercial license. You know yeah. what? No, no. Saying. You know what? I'm just. No, but you, that was a. That was good. Well played. Yes, well played. Well played. Yeah, we'll leave you to it. I'm sorry. Um, oh, no, no, no. I, I think I think 
<laughs> no, but you gotta have you gotta add some humor into this, right? Absolutely. Like, I mean, it's just, it is. I have seen some things I can't talk about, but yes, um, and yeah, like I just I don't want to have to work with another child that is named by the order they were born in because mm-hmm. that you know, or yes, I have I have seen this. I have I have been there. I it's just it's just hard. And you know, do do I think the kids or how about this then, right? There's families who have kids and then the, the children financial, let's say they're fine, they're married, but their child has a genetic condition that should they have another, they could have another child with the same mm. condition. Some people risk it and they can, and I have personally worked with um, a child who had siblings and they all had like several, several uh, conditions. But after the first child was born, the mom was genetically advised through a counselor, genetic counseling, yeah. this will happen in this much percentage. Yeah. And second child, third child, fourth child, and this child was highly special needs. It was just a lot of um, care that was not being, you know, attention that was not um, there because she was also working, but she was single and so she didn't have the support, but yet she had this information. So it's like, how then then you're looking at a country like China, you can have one child, that's it. Or, you know, it's just, but but I think, you know, I think for women, either road, like before you become family, before I gave birth, we went through parenting classes, which by the way, I was disappointed because I had never changed a diaper in my life. And I thought it was going to be about like that stuff, which was back when the baby's born. Well, let me tell you, most of it was about how to do natural childbirth. Yeah, um, that's what it is. How to do breathing? Yeah, and it was disappointing. At one, point, I, yeah. at one point, I was like, "How? What percentage of women here actually take epidural?" And the lady was like, "95 percent." I'm like, "So why are we talking about natural birthing techniques right, exactly. when like 95 percent aren't going to be able to get out of bed to, like to do this?" Yeah. Um, right. You know, I want to know what to do after, and that was that's hard. I mean, it's so something like that maybe right? People can have access to counseling, like what? Yeah. And I think Planned Parenthood and there are programs. So if you go there, they do they do. Um, I actually had interviewed uh, years ago at this way, way, way early on in my career. It was it was a clinic um, mm-hmm. actually in Long Island City. I don't remember the name, but it did, it offered abortion as a, as a service. And um, part of the interview was that you had to um, like go in and do like a working interview because they said sometimes women might request their counselor or their therapist to go with them into the procedure room. Mm-hmm. And um, not they're not all under anesthesia. It's, uh, as it was explained to me that it was a quicker thing. Some women weren't under anesthesia, so they wanted that support. And um, so they did have a full, you know, from from regular care, counseling to pre, you know, decision. There were couples that would come in because they're like, we have too many boys. Um, we want a girl or else we want abortion. Or we have too many girls. And, wow. that, you know, people were starting to use it for, for those things, too, which, Again, there's so much here, but I remember. It's like a pair of jeans. Yeah, it's like I don't want the I don't yeah, want the, no, it, I don't want the dark jeans. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, it was you know, it, it, but there were also a lot of young kids, and people were picket, you know, throwing eggs on the doctors and nurses. They're like, "How comfortable are you with being heckled at?" I'm like, "What? Um, how comfortable are you being like uh, assaulted?" I'm like, "Excuse me, not very comfortable, right?" Like, I mean, yeah. I don't want to be assaulted for for, right. for going in to provide a service that I think everyone has a right to access, but that was the type of stuff that, this was maybe 12 years ago in wow. New York. So um, I can I can only imagine what it's like in, in, in other states where people have actually killed doctors who perform these right. things. And I, I remember going and I, I had never, you know, the idea of like, they started, so to, to speak to your point, like they did start with like a counseling sort of intake and then you would work with the person seeking services. 
and then identify sort of resources, help them really be sure before moving forward or help them think about what other alternatives there are. Um, but, does, but do you feel like that's like intrusive? No, I think if you request it, again, it has to be volunteer. If I go in and I say, hey, I just, I want this appointment, like if they, I think they should offer, hey, do you need someone to speak with? And if they say no, I'm good. Then I okay. think that should be respected. Um, and if they, if they want to, I absolutely think it should be offered. And there's also groups for women who yeah. have it, um, like proposed, you know, for women who've had abortion or multiple, let's say for many reasons, uh, support groups continuing onwards after the procedures and things, because it's not a simple decision. It's not, you know, you go, you just go in there, you kind of just, you know, um, scoop it out. And then it's, it's not, it's got a lot of implications there and it's just, um, it's unfortunate, yes, for some women that becomes a thing, but then there are 16-year-old, 17-year-old girls giving birth in bathroom stalls during prom. Do we want that? Wow. Um, you know? Yeah, you haven't heard those stories? Oh, my God. I mean, it was a long, a I don't few. know. Is, is that still happening? Yeah, I mean, I think, um, I, I'm sure more, I mean, now what, what they started doing was doing the safe haven program where okay. people could leave the baby outside of a fire station yeah, or police yeah. without yeah. judgment or any legal yeah. consequence. Um, and so that I think prevented um, a lot of this from happening. So that's what I'm saying. If you put in supports to help yeah. people, maybe then then you can prevent that as well as beef up supports on the other end. If you're going to say you can't get an abortion, well then you got to beef up supports for people who are going to need childcare, are going to need money to help them raise these children, right? Especially if they're doing it alone because it's expensive. It is emotionally exhausting, and I can't say it again. I yeah. mean, I can't say enough times. Having the baby, like being pregnant was a breeze for me. Labor delivery, I mean, I had, you know, it was fine. What came next was hard as fuck. And it still is. And it's going to keep, you know, it's, 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 there's no way around it. That this was girl acted part. like she had the omen. <laughs> she like she had the omen. Oh, what came after was terrible. You don't understand. That's where the real He breathed work. fire. That's where the real work kicks but in. I agree those, with you. Those commercials where the baby's yeah. acutely sitting in those things and all quiet. No, they're lying. They all lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> Big uh, lies. Yo, exactly. Yo, uh, I know Raymond wanted to touch on the video. I mean, the video the wanted to play the message for you. Uh, I just had yeah. one more question before that. So you, with, with Jeff's intake, do you, so you think they should get commercial licenses or no? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Ray, play. <laughs> Ray, play. No, don't answer that. Don't answer that. I'm going to. license away? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just all right, let me let me play one I'm of these. <laughs> As a twenty-year-old college student, I found myself having to make the life-altering decision of whether or not to keep my child. Ultimately, I terminated my pregnancy. I was in no way prepared to bring a child into this world. Believe me, there has not been a day since then that I have not thought about how differently my life would be or what that child would be like. Ten years later, I gave birth to my beautiful daughter, and she has truly been a blessing and the best thing that has ever happened to me. As an educated woman, I understand the recent ruling is giving the ultimate say to the states. However, when access to safe legal abortions is taken away, it causes a dangerous situation. I also believe that completely banning abortion without regard or allowing exceptions to 
instances of rape, incest, or if the mother's life is in danger is not good either. Ultimately, I believe the choice should be up to the woman that is either going to have to live with this decision, whether she keeps the child, or whether she decides to terminate her pregnancy. It should be her decision. I felt the emotion in that one. Mm. Well, she did both. Yeah. Was, was was that the uh, the only messed? Uh, well, he has another one. I have the uh, the follow up to where there was a pr- there was a previous caller and she um, called in and she just wanted to say that women should be able to talk about it if they had an abortion and shouldn't be silent about it. And mm-hmm. he said, and she also said that if they want to shout it from the rooftops or from the mountaintops, yeah. they should be able to without having without being judged. And then uh, Reggie. Um, I said, I, I think they do. I mean, I, I don't think there's any shame in it these days. That's what I said. Back in the day, it was yeah. a, it was a, it, it had a taboo to it. But these days, they, they, they don't look at it like that. No, I no, mean, you didn't understand what she meant. I didn't understand because I was like, because they do now shout it. They do say it like casually, like mm-hmm. it, it could be say nonchalant. Like it's not like it's it, before it was like, OK, that's something you kept in the closet. You kept no one knew or you, you got with someone and you're like. Your husband, you're like, I had this X amount of years ago, and you let them know. But now it's like, it, I think it's freely because it's it's empowering. I don't know. It, it's, but the way she said it, I was confused the way she said yes. it. I was like, I, they shout it out now. So she did a follow up to clarify uh, any kind of confusion in what she said. So <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Mm-hmm. To go back to their, because um, I know you deal with people, uh, women that that have the procedure, like this, the the young lady or the. The, the woman just called uh, and left a message. Is there a lot of emotional trauma from doing this? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so um, I didn't actually end up working with the clinic for okay. um, a couple yeah. of the reasons, but or I just had clients a that you meet, yeah, just aligned. clients that you have. But yes, I absolutely think. Yeah. There is, there is. I don't think it's an easy decision. I don't think it's like a high five. I just got my abortion, girl, you're next. Like that's just not how it goes. And yeah. I think I, I just, it's not, I think there, there is, there is a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. Some women are prone to um, develop uh, PTSD from it. It is a wow. traumatic event, um, especially if it was, you know, just a tragic you know, rape or some sort of non, you know, pregnancy they didn't consent to. Um, absolutely. I mean, there is such a thing as, you know, there's different ways of abuse in relationships and, and, um, multiple ways. If a woman finds herself in that and then gets that abortion, absolutely. There's, um, or without the abuse, it is significantly traumatic. I think it takes a lot on your body. Um, it's not something I think people are like proud of. I think it's a part of their story and they're like, this is a part of my story. This was my choice. This is my decision. And I'm, I feel like I want to talk about it because it's one part of, um, sorry, one part of the dialogue, right? Like, this is what happened to me. This is my voice, my story. And I think it's more about that and sort of just um, sharing what it feels like. I I can't imagine anyone who's had to have multiple uh, abortions feels good about it. And I think that's where the the whole thing about where it's, it's a woman's choice ultimately should come in is 
it's very easy, I think, to say, you know what, I'm going to take care of this child. You can give, you know, have the baby given to me. We're assuming the woman's not going to have any emotional attachment at that point. You know, she may, because once you go through and maybe, mm -hmm. maybe she may. Um, yeah. So it's not that, that you're saying I don't have any motherly instincts necessarily. It just could be the circumstances weren't right. And that is, yes, there's a lot of, there's more trauma from, uh, you know, there's guilt, that shame, that sense of, you know, I don't think I've ever heard a man ever say like, hey, I, when I was 18, my girlfriend got pregnant and we had an abortion or um, any stories like that, yeah. really. Well, you know? I was so curious shame. about that, right? I was curious about that. Like, do you two yeah. know anyone outside of like immediate family, like any female friends that have openly had that conversation with you or told you that? Uh, yes. Male time. or female? You mean, do you guys have friends that have... Uh, like there was a oh, female no, I mean, that you both. knew that shared that, I, I, that shared that with you. That's like, hey, well, you know, I've I've, I've had a procedure. I, I've had I, I know guys who've gone with girls to get yeah. a, get abortions at a, a younger and older and uh and girls. They yes. Well, how I can only think of like one or two. So as I was like, I don't I don't think it's anybody wears it as a badge of courage. I know no. quite a few people. You know, it's not like oh, I'm gonna let the world know. Cause yeah. I, I, at the most, I can think of maybe one person off the top of my head mm. that, you know, we, we were having a conversation and that information was shared with me. And I know as far as the circle that I run in, maybe there's more people that, that, that you know, have either yeah. faced that decision or made that decision. But um, like you said, I, I don't think it's it's something that anyone is, is proud of or, like, quick to talk about. Yeah, Ray, let me right, pose a question. Because a lot of people have to consider the alternative outcomes and impacts on their life, yeah. right? When you're making a decision, you're thinking, okay, if I have this child, can I provide for my, my child? Can I, if yeah, I'm single, exactly. if this man chooses that he doesn't want anything to do with it? Um this baby, is there going to be, you know, am I going to be able to sufficiently provide? Do I have support? Do I have people I can count on? Sure. It really does take a village. Um, so not an easy thing. And I know that there's also research to say that if you prevent access, it's not going to, um, in any case, like make it better. That's actually worse for mental health. And, and there's, as opposed to, I think somebody had asked, like, if women, is mental health consequences worse if you have an abortion or, or if we were to access, limit access to it? I think yeah. initially we'd kind of talked about it was on the media. And I mean, so far the research is like, if you, anytime you take away a right from someone to do something, you're going to mm -hmm. find more dangerous ways to do it, which is unhealthy, leading to more stressful, um, you know, they might never be able to conceive if they go through a back alley illegal operation that could leave them, you know, hemorrhaging out or just, you know, having such poor healing that they may never be able to conceive when they want to. So these are things, it shouldn't be looked at as like it's a punishment or a reinforcement of any kind. It's a, it's a societal thing. It's a natural thing. And we got to think about what are really, what are we really putting at force here? I, I mean, at stake here. And I think you can't force anyone to have a child. And if a woman ultimately is going to carry that child and have that baby, like it should be with consideration to a partner. But if you're looking at, you know, immature our brains don't develop fully till we're 25. And that's and now if you're throwing people that may have ADHD, any kind of neurodivergent or neurological uh, characteristics or d uh, disorders, neurological yeah. disorders, you're looking at plus or minus three to five years. So a, a 20 year old uh, male may act like a 15 year old at 20 if they have you know um, any kind of neurological impairments like that. So we make some of our biggest decisions in life before our brain, the part of our brain that actually can help you rationalize and reason your, your choices, think far ahead enough beyond the immediate gratification in the moment 
does not develop until you're 25 and that's the average so you're looking at some that develop later some you know much later or a little bit earlier but these yeah, things are uh, like you know Jeff is saying you're not thinking about it yeah so, but let, let's say for instance same thing you're posing right there as far as 20 whatever <laughs> if a person is 20 commits a crime and I know you're gonna say it's not a crime but I'm just talking about as far as your actions consequences going in that going with that leading with that mm-hmm. they don't care if they're, they're the, the law does not care if they're de- mentally developed. All they care about is the action. So mm-hmm. just saying that, you know, so it, no, you but know, they do, they this. do. You, if you kept writing checks because you have a, like a, well, I'm talking like robbing you know, a bank. I'm talking about, I'm talking about sort of killing someone. It's like, Oh, he, well, he's immature. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying as far as serious crimes or whatnot, but I'm just talking about action and, and, and consequences. Um, but Ray, I know you have another, um, so it's eight forty-seven. Um, do we have time for more? Yeah. So what you want? Sure. Okay, this will be real yeah, quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> this is the follow-up to clarification. Hi, this is Carolyn again, and I wanted to follow up on my um, message that I recorded for y'all last week for your podcast uh, discussing the Roe versus Wade um, decision. Um, wanted to clarify that when I was talking about women not feeling shame about their, but really it was about not feeling shame about your body at all and anything that happens to a woman's body. Um, But particularly with abortions, I think that women being silent is what's so um, dangerous and destructive to women's mental and physical health. And so I was the opposite of silence would be to shout something from the mountaintop. And it would certainly not be to celebrate an abortion. I don't think that, I can't speak for all women, but I don't think that um, a woman necessarily feels like an abortion is a pleasant experience. Um, But at the same time, um, not to celebrate, but to be silent, the opposite of being silent would be to scream about your feelings out loud and to not feel shame. So just want to clarify that that's what I meant when I talked about shouting from the mountaintops. I think that too often in society, we silence each other's feelings and emotions, and particularly um, women are silenced in many spaces in society and political realms. And so I hope that helps to um, enlighten you guys about my message last week. Thanks so much for the opportunity to come on here and talk to everybody and your audience. Oh, you're very welcome. Caroline, right? I'm with it. Caroline. Anti-silence, girl. <coughs> no. Anti-silence. No, I she, just said, yeah. she said enlighten for the enlightened therapist. How about that? I know, right? Oh, oh. oh. oh nice. <laughs> I was going to say, too, but uh, just do, let me yeah. dress her real quickly. Uh, you see if Pooja backs me up. I think it's a generational thing. I think she's speaking from she's older, right? Was older. Well, she's within our age range she's an older woman she's, she's not she's younger than us but uh, yeah so i guess she's what like, 30s she, she, what is she in 40s uh she's 30, 40s, uh, early 40s okay so it's generational i'm saying it's a generational thing like that generation yeah it was silence it was something you kept under the rug this generation now with what um you know let's say the last 10 years People have been vocal about these. The, the what are you basing that on? Because you feel very strong about that. But what do you? What are you? <laughs> I'm just saying, as far as man, I, ju- I just feel like uh, yeah. because we're not. I feel like knowing, okay. Right? So let's like, say, for instance, asking, like, if you listen to the podcast and, and he yeah. has uh, 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 Ray has a taped 
you know, we had someone call in. She happened to be a social worker, and she was saying that these teenagers were casually. She would come, and one teenager would casually say she had a uh, uh, um, an abortion, and then she'd come back a couple of months later. She had another one, and it was just like but it that was, was no her role shame at that center. It wasn't no, no, like but a it was like there was person off the street. That's what she's there. No, for. but it was like there was What's no that, shame. Yeah, was that their no setting that she worked in? So was she dealt. She, she social worker. She, I don't know. If she <laughs> dealt with a lot of um, uh, young teens who were probably uh, poverty in in in, in, yeah. in stricken areas, and so they were. And the person we're talking about, the social worker, she, if you talk to her, she's very uh, disalarming. Where you, if you talk to her, you feel like she makes you feel like you're your family. Like, and so you'll mm-hmm. you'll open up to her more than you would other people because she has that sort of personality and mm-hmm. she make your relationship just feel like it's normal. So they get to know each other for years. Right? Yeah. She's she one of those. Folks. She, yeah. she has that. That's I mean, great. she has that skill, that tact. So I just uh, think people awesome. from since Facebook and whatnot, social media are very open about everything. They're very open about their damages, about what they, about their bads or goods. And that's what I'm saying. I, th- I don't, well, I, the I teenagers are very vulgar. These, these, they're, they'll say whatever's on their mind without no, without a filter. I agree with you. We, I'm just we, saying I'm on that's Instagram, what I, that's Snapchat, what I mean we, and IG, mm-hmm. and I we, haven't seen anyone <laughs> on their broadcasting, like their procedure history, like ever. We got, we got nine minutes, Pooja. I don't want right. to delay <laughs> mess with you all the time. I, 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 I have a nine o'clock or else I would stay on. I do. I, I would. I just, I, no, we know you got to go. But we thank, thank you so much, um, No, I, I, you know, I, I think to just to say to that point, I, I think it's more about just validation and feeling that it's okay. It's like st- destigmatizing mental health, right? Until like we were okay with saying, I am not okay. Mm-hmm. It, it was like people weren't supportive of that. Now there's this movement to say, hey, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to say I'm struggling. I need help. Um, and I think it's just it's just normalizing something that is a part of it some people's life it, it may not be good or bad it it just is you know sometimes things in life just are they can be bad yet you know um a fact or something that could be dealt with you know with struggle yet with hope um so i think that there's a little bit more gray when it comes to this it's not so i think clear-cut on one end of the spectrum but i think it's more about just normalizing taking it's not getting valid validation to destigmatize it gotcha. and to sort of not make the word abortion such a big deal that if it were to come up, you know, it's such an issue because that is what prevents people from seeking birth control. Like, oh my God, if you're having birth control, that means you're having sex. So then people stop mm-hmm. buying condoms. The same or thing stop, with condoms, you know, right? Yeah, like, control. oh, I don't want to go yeah. and ask for it because then there's somebody else. Right. right, yeah. Right. What, what movie was that where, like, I don't remember, but um, just to lighten this up a little bit, so the guy goes in and he buys like the XX. Magnums and the cashier is like, that's not you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the movie is. I, I can't remember. Oh, gosh. But uh, oh, uh, thank so. you so much for your time. And I want one thing before you leave. Girl, you have the, yeah. this is off topic, but no, you have the awesome setup. Looks uh, good. You need to be damn doing some thank damn you. YouTube or Instagram. Yeah, no, like, good. like <laughs> think, no, I'm serious because the background is thank awesome. You. you should be doing like, even you if saw it's. You teleport to fix the shelf. I know. Back, right? Like, one moment you <laughs> Was there the next moment we just saw you in the back fixing? Was like, I, wow. I was trying to like display my books, you know, and like, yeah. but then I just was like, my face was blocking it, you know. But, no, like, but you seriously, know. even if it's like uh, five minute you. segments, 10 minute segments on YouTube, I'm um, on, on Instagram yeah. or something, you should be done. You got the yeah. perfect setup. You know perfect what I was thinking, setup. Rich? Thank you. We all-